Girl, he reads from these journals he kept when he was a principal. Uncut and uncensored, putting all his business in the street. The podcast, bless his heart. The name, Ken Williams. I thought I'd be taking some time off from writing in my journal with the close of school. However, we are still cranking, baby. Made two great hires today. Continue with my aggressiveness. I hired a, a TAP candidate. This is someone who is uh, certificated in an alternate fashion other than an education degree, who I believe is perfect for my second grade slot. She is green as a garden but I believe that my two veteran teachers at the grade level will take care of her. My second hire came from someone dropping the resume off at the school. Our counselor happened to hand it to me, and after glancing at it, I was impressed enough to call her back right away. I had her back at the school within an hour, interviewing with the team. She just earned her master's in leadership, has a wealth of experience, loves responsibility, and is phenomenal with technology. I nailed that hire down as well, right there on the spot. I don't mind saying that I'm assembling one hell of a staff. The talent pool is growing and incredible and growing more and more each day. As I work to complete this article draft for Rick DeFore, I'm becoming more and more rooted in what I believe. I know that you attract who you are. People buy you. So what are you selling? wake up dreading the thought that your teachers have no idea how to ensure equity for every student? Do you stress out at the thought that for years now you've been engaged in PLC light and not PLC right? Do you find yourself frustrated that some of your teachers don't believe all students can learn at high levels? And do you secretly find yourself deeply frustrated and worn down by the excuses offered as to why kids aren't learning? Are you somewhat unsure of what it takes to embed equity on every campus and on every team with every teacher in every classroom? And do issues like equity, racism, and social justice feel like a powder keg set to explode and completely fracture your campus? If so, then you need my new book, Ruthless Equity, Disrupt the Status Quo and Ensure Learning for All Students, And just, I want you to imagine yourself working with supercharged confidence because you have clarity about how to ensure equity for every student. Confidence about leveraging equitable practices that will make student achievement more measurable and predictable. And never again wonder if you make a difference because you now understand you are the difference. If you're looking for a path to equity for every student, that matters. And in my mind, the only path that matters is the one that moves the needle for student achievement, then you need ruthless equity. And not only do you need ruthless equity, but you want to check out my newest product, the Ruthless Equity Accelerator. Nine videos, plug and play, where I facilitate 
a book study with your entire staff or with individual teams through the most important aspects of every chapter. There is no prep. There is no pre-work. No preparation at all. And so you as a leader, teacher leader or school leader, get to hit play, pause, and engage with your staff learning together. Nine videos preloaded, all the materials right there so that everyone on your staff hears the same language delivered by the same person. No more train the trainer where you're wondering if it's being re-delivered with fidelity because I'm doing the delivering, baby. I'm doing the delivering. So you should combine both the purchase of Ruthless Equity and the Ruthless Equity Accelerator. Again, nine, listen, when I was a principal, if somebody offered me nine videos that were not only quality, but represented nine potential already planned, Chia Pet, just pour water on it, just set it and forget it like Ronco sessions, nine sessions, I'd kiss that man on the mouth and I'm happily married, baby. I'm happily married. If you want to find out more information, go to ruthlessequity.com. That's ruthlessequity.com. Now back to the podcast. All right, baby, let's get into it. First, let me say that uh, I am on a a text thread with some friends who are also school leaders and consultants. Among them, Jimmy Casas, Jessica Cabine. Uh, Joe Sanfilippo, Tom Murray, uh, Lavonna Roth, and, and, and others. And every once in a while, we just break into each other's chops. And, you know, recently we were talking playoff football and the Green Bay Packers. Joe Sanfilippo is a big fan of. We're eliminated, and my team was still in it. And, you know, he's texting, and I make some comment about, you know, while you're texting, the first graders in you know, Fall Creek School District are, are not being monitored right now. They're being traumatized by all your talk. And his comeback was, well, you've not worked in a school for so long. The first graders you led are now 40. <laughs> and I have to admit, it stopped everything dead in its tracks. And uh, while those first graders aren't yet 40, they're not 40 for the record, uh, He's not wrong. It's 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 been a while. And so I say that to say this. I know that interviewing, I know that looking for candidates to fill positions is probably completely different from uh when I was last a principal. But the principals, L E S, the principals, I believe are the same. I believe they're the same. And so the title of this is, you know, when your URL does not compel, you know, I was at that school, the worst performing school in the district, in the worst performing district in the greater Atlanta area. If you follow this podcast at this point, I've got 31 vacancies, 31, 31, baby, 31, and trying to hire a new assistant principal uh, in the process as well. And so... The reason I, I I titled it when your URL doesn't compel is because, you know, back in the day, I mean, we had a cute website. I knew somebody in the district who did websites and he did several school websites. I mean, we had a nice website, but video, you know, isn't wasn't what it is today. Uh, the ease of uploading video, the HD colors, the 
ways to sell yourself. I mean, you can go to someone's website now or a school website and you can find out a whole lot of what's going on and get one hell of a first impression, but I couldn't trust that. That That's my point. You know, our, our school website wasn't enough to uh, draw bees to the honey, if you know what I'm saying. Especially if you clicked on any of the data tabs. Those data tabs were not going to make a case for why you should come to our school. And so when, in my mind, what I'm always thinking about is, one, I've got to be aggressive. Two, I've got to make quick decisions. Um, and three, I got to get people in front. I got to get in front of people. I got to get in front of candidates. And I know that's different today as well. I'm sure there's a good bit of uh, Zoom interviewing going on. But back in the day, baby, it was kneecap to kneecap. And so I said this before. It was actually part of today's uh, journal entry. You attract who you are and people buy you. So what are you selling? I knew that being at the worst performing school in the district, I needed to get in front of people and I needed to sell them on something. And so here are some of the things I think about. You know, I made these two hires. One had dropped her resume off and I called her back and assembled a team all within an hour. I got teachers back at the school within an hour to be a part of this interview team. And that's because we had a vision of who we were going to become. You know, we had a vision. I just finished doing this quick video for Willowbrook Elementary School. Um, one of those that school schools that is uh, committed to ruthless equity and the PLC process. And they made some great gains recently. They're not where they need to be yet. And they know that, but they are celebrating the hell out of some gains. And part of what I told them was you got to be on a mission. Like th what they're selling right now is mission. Like that school would be attractive to me because what they're about. And it's everybody facing the same direction. And they are on a mission. They are ruthless about their commitments. They sound like a high performing school. And so I knew I needed to get in front of people because the data alone, what our website showed, what our URLs would show them wasn't going to be enough. And then once I got them in front of me, once I got them in front of me, I was thinking about these things. Am I selling them on a job or a mission? Right? I mean, we, we know what the job entails, right? Those are the, the, the benefits and the time off and your responsibilities and, you know, how many kids you're going to have and so forth and so on. But ultimately, I wanted to sell them on a mission. I want them to see that we're here today, but here's where we're going and you want to be a part of this. I want to leave people with this feeling of fear of, what is it called, FOMO? Fear of missing out. Fear of missing out. So are you on a job or a mission? Another thing I, I talked about, and it's not a good or bad thing, it just is. Are you watering or are you growing? Are you watering plants or are you growing plants? See, our school was in a position, you know, my first principalship, you know, we were growing, but, you know, we had plateaued achievement. Nothing bad at all. So, I mean, you could make a case for watering, but at this school, where I was, that school, uh, -uh. we were growing. We weren't here to maintain. We weren't here to maintain. We were here to grow some stuff from the ground up, from the abyss, from under the dirt. Right? Are you maintaining or are you building? And when I got in front of people, man, and my teams got in front of people, it was about building. 
And it was more than hype. It was more than a bunch of cliches. I mean, we attached it to commitments. I also made clear that it's not easy, but it's going to be worth it. It's not easy. This is not going to be easy. In fact, you know, at the time I was a principal, I did not own a classic car. I own, I own a vintage car now, but I had dreams of it. So I'd keep like my dream car. I keep it like an 18 by one model of my dream car on my desk. And at the time it was a 63 Lincoln convertible with the suicide doors. And I tell people, look, when I get around to getting this car, it's probably going to be a rust bucket, right? But I'm going to have to see this shiny, finished, restored model. But it's going to start as that rust bucket. So as I'm sitting in the rust bucket, can I can I envision what it's going to look like with flawless paint and redone upholstery, right? And that's how I described our school. I mean, you're, you're, you're sitting here now, you're looking at our data. I said, but we're going to build something beautiful, something powerful. And you want to be a part of that. Why? And this is the last point I always made. I said, because when you are part of this turnaround, you can write your ticket anywhere. I'm not telling you got to be here for life. I'm telling you, once you do it here, there's no place you cannot go. You can go high performer. You can go low performer. You can go anywhere in between because you know how, you know how it's done and you will have earned it and you will have helped make it happen. You're going to understand those principles. And the only reason I could be that convicted and then turn around and have our teachers be that convicted because sometimes they led the interview is because we were confident in our systems. We were confident in our systems. Yes, this is 15 years before Ruthless Equity was written, but these are all the principles, the power of collaboration, the power of essential learning outcomes, right? The power of us, of, 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 starting with the crown not with the kid the power of the plc process and because we were so results oriented with the plc process you know i could sell it with conviction because again our plc process didn't keep score by you know agendas and if we met or analyzing data or you know collaborative team time those all contributed to our score What's essential? Did they master it? And because our teams were engaged in those commitments, I could sit across from a candidate and sell the hell out of a, sell the hell out of where we were going. And if they were wired the right way, if they were wired with that kind of vision, and they were at a place in their life, in their career, where they wanted to take that on, then they were our kind of people. Doesn't make them good or bad if you're not, because some people just aren't, they're not, they're at a state, a point in their career where they just need to go in, work hard, and coast on out of here. But this is a place where you are, you are, you are building, you are working through current adversities, you are seeing past your current circumstances, you have your eye on an ideal future. This place is wrought with challenges. There's a certain wiring for this kind of school, but you've got to be able to sell that. And I knew our website alone wasn't going to do it. You know, today our website might look different with all sorts of videos and videos from me and videos from our students and staff and, uh, you know, looking at how we've improved over time. But, you know, back in the day, you know, our, our website was a little more static, a little more static. And so I need to get in front of people. And so my question to you is, how are you getting in front of, how are you getting in front of people and then what are you selling them? What are you selling them? 
Hype only goes but so far. You can be charismatic. You can be passionate. You can be all those things. But if you if it's not rooted in a, a, a foundation that has systems that produce results, then you just, I was going to say pissing in the wind, but that's not professional or appropriate. You're spitting in the wind. How about that? You are spitting in the wind. And so I encourage you to figure out those things out as you get in front of folks, whether you are selling current staff on taking on new practices, starting to do things, stopping things that were that are not working, or you're interviewing for openings. Either way, the question is, are you interviewing folks for a job or a mission? Get clear on that why. Get clear on it. Why drives everything, and that's more than a cliche. Why pays for itself and get kicked in the teeth? And you gotta know where you're going to sell folks on getting past your URL, to get past your current circumstances, to get past the current data, and be involved in a movement that's gonna produce a bright future and provide you with a, a key to unlock any door you want to moving forward. Carve out time to think about what would compel someone to be a part of your movement. And always remember to start with the crown. episode of the unfolded soul bless his heart leadership podcast the cruise ship deadwood is pulling into port baby get your tickets and get your ass on board you've been listening to the unfold the soul bless his heart podcast with ken williams for more information about ken visit unfoldthesoul.com <laughs>